Thank you for tuning in to the 139th episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, August the 5th, 2016. It's a two-man crew this week. Neil Bonham, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. This episode is divisible by three. No, it's not. No, well, whoops. You have to add, if you have to add all the numbers together, <laughs> and if you add all the numbers together and divide it by three, then the whole number is divisible nine by three. Nine divided by three is three divided by three is one. Uh-huh. One thirty-nine backwards. <laughs> that still no. <laughs> I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, though. Stephen is out this week in Boston watching oh, PAX Prime. Uh, yep, he's at PAX. That's in that's in Seattle next month. Close. And Vaughn was driving him to the airport. To Boston Airport? The Boston Airport. <laughs> so it's just it's just me and you this week. So for this week's intro question, I wanna know, what is your favorite cooperative game? Cooperative game? Yeah, where you all work together and have a good time working towards a common goal. Well, like besides the obvious destiny. Yeah, that was gonna be my answer probably. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I play that one a lot cooperatively. Yep. Um, I like I like the Mario co-op games now. Yeah, those have become like really fun and kind of like they better have it. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do those because I just wanted to like murder whoever I was playing with because they never played correctly. I like I just like how uh, they add the ability to you know like jump off of each other's heads and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like even in colliding, it can help. I like just picking them up and then throwing them into a piranha plant. That's not really cooperative. That's competitive. You know. And they've always had, like, the Zelda games that are co-op but competitive. Oh, like, like Four Swords like and, Four stuff. and stuff? Yeah. yeah no, that's definitely a good one. Uh, yeah, my answer is going to be Destiny. Because I, I thought of a question, this question based off something we'll talk about later in the show. Uh-oh. And I was like, shit, I don't even have an answer for my own question. I'm like, oh, yeah, I play Destiny a lot. That, that probably counts. <laughs> Um, or Overwatch is fun, it's cooperative and competitive, because you're trying to cooperate with your team and push the payload while shooting those other motherfuckers who get in your way. So I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you. Good to be here. Before we dive in too much, I want to thank everyone so much who came to our panel last weekend at MechaCon. We had a really great turnout. Uh, I listened to the episode and ended up posting it on Monday. It doesn't sound too terrible. It was like in surrounds. Yeah, it was funny, because we... Talking into microphones, pushing you know out to the audience with speakers, and I put the travel mic in between all of us, so it was kind of picking up both, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. So if you weren't there and you just listened to the archive, hopefully it sounded okay. Uh, the Q&A at the end was a little muffled, because yeah, obviously the audience was on stage with us talking into the microphone. But uh, yeah, it was a great time, a great little condensed episode. Um, with the two of us here, it'll probably just be another hour-long show. Bono, it sounds like you've been playing a lot of games. I have. I am on a uh, game overload at the moment. Game so overload. I can't even beat anything because there's so many games. Let's just change the name of this podcast to Game Overload. Oh, that sounds good. Perfect. Uh, what have you been playing recently? Um, well, I guess to to start off with, uh, I've still been at Hyper Light Drifter. Okay. I haven't beat it yet, but yeah. it is just getting more and more and more fantastic the more I play it. Okay. Um. I just really love the art direction in that game. Love the music. Mm-hmm. The creators did an AMA that was really insightful and really yeah. neat. It's always cool when when developers take the time to you know talk to the audience yeah. like that. And they do it fairly often too. Yeah. So that's really cool. I guess being a small team, they mm-hmm. kind of have you know more. You know, yeah. You talk directly to the guy who made the game. Yeah, and, and that's always so, and that's always what's neat with um, the smaller teams like this. If something's wrong or something's cool, you just tweet at them, and they'll probably tweet back because they're not on some like. 
I'm a big celebrity in the gaming industry. I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. And I just really like how it's getting to the point where I'm starting to get upgrades, mm-hmm. but it's like they, the game is still very challenging. Yeah. So it, it's cool how it, you know, the upgrades help you in kind of like certain aspects. Like the, uh, like the first one I got was this uh, quick dash kind of. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you basically press X twice and like you dash really quick. Instead of, in well, normally you just get one dash by like pressing X, but then you can right. press into it. Well, then you find out that you can actually chain that. Okay. And so, like, you can just, like, dash, 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 but it's, like, a rhythm thing, and you have to kind of keep it going. Mm-hmm. And when you get it, there's, uh, like, in the dash shop where you upgrade your <laughs> dash. dash shop. Yeah. Like, in the middle of the town, there's, like, a shop for your swords where mm-hmm. you get new powers for that, um, for your dash, for items, for grenades, right. for upgrade your guns. Um, well, there's a little, like, area off the right, and a friend of the show, Scott, actually told me about this. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just a circular room with like a, a table with a computer or something that you can hit. Okay. So you have to like kind of like Geometry Wars get this rhythm down where you rotate your analog stick in a path while rhythmically hitting this dash. Mm-hmm. And once you get your chain combo up to 100, a door opens. Okay. And it gives you a little upgrade coin, which is something that's pretty common in the game because that's like the currency used to buy stuff. Right. Um, but then there's another door. And... Uh, like, through text message and stuff, I, I kind of remembered him telling me, like, you know, oh, it's a 200-chain combo. So I went for, like, you know, a little bit trying to do that, and I finally got up to 244. Door didn't open. So then he, like, I texted him. I was like, oh, man, like, nothing happened, and I hit 200. And then he just texts back, like, oh, I just looked it up, and it's 800. <laughs> so you have to, like, man, to get 800 in that room is just going to be insane. Get good. And, yeah, get good, son, right? Um, but, yeah, that game is fantastic and mm-hmm. i still highly recommend that if you haven't played it to play it okay um an older game of mine one of my older favorites i know i've talked about this series on the show a lot before but ape escape 2 yeah you tweeted it as that came out on ps4 um, yeah it came out on ps4 and it's the pal version okay so it came out in europe on monday and steven had told me about that and i was like oh sweet and he was like maybe it'll come out in america tomorrow and sure enough it did yeah um and it is the european version like when it starts up it says sony computer europe entertainment Interesting. Europe, and all the voice acting is in british it's not the same <laughs> <In> british <laughs> yeah and then boy governor yeah so like when you catch, catch a mon- when you catch a monkey he's like yeah no problem like <laughs> It's really hilarious and kind of adds like this whole other level of charming to the Do game. Do they take a tea break in between each level so you can like get some tea and crumpets? No. Oh, I figured that's only it's in the It's still European the same version. game, just oh, okay. different voice actors. Um, and then I guess also in the PAL version, like they didn't have the American names. Like you don't play as Jimmy, mm-hmm. and the girl's name isn't Natalie. It's Hikaru and like whatever her japanese name is that's weird so, they, so it's like all like the i guess they just kept that like they're for, not jimmy in the yeah, european version that's they're, weird. they're the japanese names huh. and uh but i guess it makes sense because i guess to get like the rights because the woman who played jimmy in the original game mm-hmm. is ash ketchum voice actor uh, so i'm sure it's like to relicense that might cost some money maybe that's why they went with the european version yeah they were like you know no one that's pro- weird no they have different voice game. actors for english yeah like do they really need a cheeky British accent to release in Europe? Like, I, probably, I guess. Or is color spelled like with a U? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, all those spellings are <laughs> different, like that. That's so interesting. But huh. it's really awesome. Uh, 
I think right now on play if you have well if you don't have PlayStation Plus it's ten bucks. Okay. But if you do it's seven fifty. Ooh, that value. So, that's a really good. It runs really well. I remember this game always being like a very good, solid running PS2 game, mm-hmm. and it definitely translates well on PS4. Okay. So what? Uh, I I've never played any of these games. Mm-hmm. I watched Giant Bomb do like a quick look or some stupid video with the first one. Yeah. Um, what change? What what? Did they add anything exciting and new for the second one? Why is the second one your favorite over the first? Well, the third one's actually my favorite. Oh, okay. But okay. um, I really love two. Two's actually probably my least favorite, oh. but it's still really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was mainly just graphic story change, new character change. Because in the first one you play as Spike, this one you play as Jimmy, which mm-hmm. I think is his younger brother. Maybe I don't know. That ape escape continuity is super yeah. important. But um. You know, it was just one of those games that's a really fun puzzle platformer trying to figure out how to capture some of these monkeys because they're different. Like the ones with white pants can't see very well, but they throw bombs. Uh, the ones with black pants have Uzis that da- shoot you. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, they're all like very different. And then, uh-huh. you know, like the first level, you have to capture three of the four that are right. available. And until you get the slingshot, you actually can't get the fourth one because he's up on top polishing the hand of the monkey statue of liberty that's in the level as one does so yeah so it, it's just like a really cool game and it was you know the first series to really utilize the dual shock in a very unique way because um the face buttons are where you select and put items mm-hmm. so that's how you select them but then you use the right analog stick like to, to swing them. them in that direction oh, okay. or throw yeah yeah and so you know it's just always been a fun like platforming game with unique like pretty cool uses of items like an rc car to chase them down and mm-hmm. You know, slingshot, hula hoop that makes you run fast, but when you run into them, it makes them dizzy. <laughs> okay. So it, it's a it's a fun game. I highly recommend it if uh, you like charming platformer games. I do like charming platformer so, yeah. games. I'd say give it a shot. Okay. It's pretty yeah. fun. It can have those uh, nuisances of like being a PS2 game and having weird camera controls. Right. So get ready for that. But, okay. You know, other than that, I think it translates very well to this generation of consoles. Um. Let's see, what else have I played? Um, ah, so a phone game I've been playing. <laughs> it's all over the place. I actually kind of have like a gripe with this game, but it's the there's a new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And it's called TMNT Legends. It's a oh, free no. game, but oh it's, no, yeah, I but know it's where one this of those. Going. It's one of those like you pay money to like get all the good stuff. But the like thing, the Final Fantasy game y'all were playing, and like the Kingdom Hearts game that came out. But and quite honestly, this is probably like the worst free but pay money game i've ever seen uh, and it really annoys me especially for the fact that it's aimed towards children like they know what they're doing like why would you do but so it's uh kind of like a turn-based rpg like that star wars galaxy game mm-hmm. and stuff like that but the problem is is it's set up where you collect these cards but it's not a card battle game it's just like once you get a certain amount of cards you like unlock that character or get mm-hmm. those items to be able to get new skills and stuff like that so you start off with leonardo and then from there you unlock other characters but i have yet to unlock another turtle <laughs> and, but... then, and then it's like for michelangelo you have to collect his card 70 times and i have yet to get it once <laughs> And then it's one of those dumb games that has like a game experience where once you gain a certain experience that allows you to get to a certain level, which is usually just the next level. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm level 5 right now. Well, the game experience just leveled up, so now I can go to max level 6. But then you have to battle to get to level 6. Okay. So it's like two different experience bars, and then 
The card packs are just really expensive. The cheapest one is 10 bucks. The most expensive is 50 And I feel like when you pay that much money for something and you still get random cards, like I could pay 50 bucks and probably not get a Michelangelo still. Yeah, that's bad. And it's that's really dumb. That's a lot of loot boxes in Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of loot boxes in everything. <laughs> but I don't know. It just really kind of annoyed me that a game is that grindy, that much... That mm-hmm. expensive for things. Yeah. And then it's a Nickelodeon game. Like, this game is aimed at children. Does Activision have anything to do with this? Because they've been, like, publishing Turtle games on the console. I don't think so, but maybe. I don't yeah. know. If they own so that this, license, So probably. this is, uh, like, the Nickelodeon Turtle, like, that art style, mm-hmm. that, okay. Yeah, but it's also, like, combined with the movies. And that's another thing that's really annoying is, um, so, like, the, the limited time event right now is you do this thing to get the movie version of the mm-hmm. Turtles. So I went to do, there's five stages and I went to do the first stage and it's all like level eight to level nine characters. And I was only level six at the time. So I was like, okay, well generally these like go up one level at a time. So that wouldn't be too bad. So I got to like level nine or 10 because that just, when you're one level higher than stuff, it makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So then I did the stage one for that. And then I go to click stage two and it's level 16 to 17. Like, what a jump! Like <laughs> this is a limited time event, and I'm supposed to like grind out to level eighty for or, five stages or pay money. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like it's really kind of dumb. Yeah, but it's turtles. But it's turtles, so that's why I gave it a shot. I'm afraid, but, like when the Power Rangers movie comes out next year, I'm gonna see like a lot of this kind of bullshit, and mm-hmm. I will probably try all of it out because yeah. I like Power Rangers. But yeah, I mean that's how I feel. Like I like that I'm trying this out, but give this game like probably two or three more days and I won't ever touch it yeah. again and then delete the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, I played uh, the We Happy Few Early Access. Okay. I didn't know that was open, available to everyone. Yeah. I'm sure it was just the E3 demo. It was actually available when we were on MechaCon last week, but I didn't uh, want to talk about it given the limited time. But um, yeah. it is not what I expected. Nope. Not a bad thing. Yeah. But, like, from the trailer, I was kind of hoping it would keep this intensity of being, like, you're being chased Mm -hmm. game, but it's not. Like, right after that, like, that whole cutscene happens from what you saw, and then it turns into, like, this weird... uh, Like, a Fallout survival game, like, where you have to sleep, you have to eat. I was really turned off by that when I played it, and because all of the vibes from that trailer made it seem kind of Bioshock-y... You know, like you said, like you're being chased, and then it's just, nope, just kind of wander around and do these generic side things. And then it's like, after that point, like, it's not really that creepy anymore. Like, once you're just wandering around this open town, and while I'm still very interested in the game, it's a lot less. A lot different. Yeah, a lot less and a lot different. It's it's become like, oh my god, automatic pre-order, I want this on day one, to like, let me wait and see what the reviewers are saying. Now, it does have, like, some cool things, like, when you take a joy pill, like, how the town goes from being gloomy to, like, there's double rainbows in the sky, Mm -hmm. and the buildings are all nice and look like sugar-coated candy. (laughs) um, But one thing I kind of hope that changes is... Like your stamina on everything, your food, your health, like all that. Like there are way so many meters. Really yeah, like it goes really fast. Yeah, really fast. And so it's like by the time I'm finding stuff to finally eat, and then most of the stuff I found in the demo is all rotten food. So when I eat it, I get food poisoning and I start losing health. And it's like juggling all these kinds of different staminas. That was just, you know, hopefully the meters are like raised because yeah. I don't want to just be spending like. 10 minutes on every meter before I have to 
redo something. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really curious to see where the the development for this game goes yeah. because hopefully it was just a quick little look to see like how it would play, and it's definitely not. Or hopefully they're putting this out to like kind of gauge interest, and maybe they'll realize like like an actual beta. And right. seeing what they can change based off, you know, hey, player they feedback. they don't like this, so yeah. let's kind of rework that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. hopefully. Um, still really cool, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely not the high-intensity game I was kind of hoping for. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing I played was a new game called Abzu. Yeah, okay, um, okay. So really, really, really awesome. You ever played Flower? Okay. Well, it's like it's like flower but underwater. So there is no dying or mm-hmm. fighting. You're just kind of on an adventure. Yeah, you're just like underwater scuba diver and it's like really artsy and mm-hmm. you can like grab on the fish and whales and <laughs> jump out the water and do flips and enter a jet stream and burst through schools of fish. Uh my buddy's wife like played it like straight for their, like all 3 mm-hmm. hours and updating snapchat the whole time like loving it because we saw it at e3 and it looked really neat it's not really my type of game i don't think like i really like journey mm-hmm. and i've heard it's kind of like journey but underwater yeah well e- even like in journey you can die yeah like in true. this you can't like it's literally just find and collect all these things and meditate and watch schools of fish if you want Do to. giant whales swim by yeah okay perfect. yeah they have that um but it's like it's it's really cool, like as far as like an artsy game and yeah. how they did it. Like I think it's really beautiful. It's really well done, and it's definitely like a nice change of pace after playing something like Hyper Light Drifter, where yeah. it's like, hey, you're <laughs> constantly dying. Restart this a thousand times to right. swim Just around, go yeah. and meditate. And so yeah, I've, watch the fish swim by. I think it's really awesome. I think if uh, you know, if you're out there listening and you like games like Flower, mm-hmm. you know, where you play as the wind and just bloom flowers. Like, if you like that, then you would love Abzu. Okay. Cool. Uh, before we get into my stuff, we are now on week five of Pokemon Go Watch. Oh. And I feel like every week it's up or down. Mm-hmm. And last week we were kind of up. We were having fun at MechaCon, catching stuff. And it seems like this week everyone hates Niantic and this game and everything. Mm-hmm. Um because they had kept having that three-step glitch. Yep. You know, when you look for Pokemon, they just got rid of the step counter, so it's just kind of wandering around aimlessly. Yep. They actually, I have this written down for news, we just talk about it now. They There's a bug now that makes your ball curve more than it should, and Pokemon pop out easier than they should. Mm-hmm. And whenever you, if your ball does catch in that curveball throw, you don't get the You extra. don't get the XP. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I know game development is different. Like, I, I understand that more now being on the other side of it. Also, don't forget that they shut down all the tracker sites. Yeah, okay. Well, I was going to talk about that. I should talk uh, about that in news. Sorry, but, but no, 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 it's okay. Um, But the... Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, you were talking Oh, about yeah. Like, yeah, game development is hard, and I get that. And you have 80 million pissed off people staring at you. But, like, their communication with the audience has been shit. Yep. Like, they're just doing things, and it's just, if you come out and say, hey, we understand y'all are upset, we tried to fix this, we broke a bunch of other things, we're sorry, we're working as hard as we can right now, like, I feel like people would understand that better than just minor bug fixes, or minor text fixes, or yeah. whatever the fuck that said. I mean, the, the silence is killer, because yeah. when you have silence with the community, it just comes off as... You don't care. You don't. Yeah, you don't care, and we took this out, so it's like, 
like if like you said like if there is a tweet saying like hey the feet tracking is really off right now we're trying mm-hmm. to fix the bug we're removing it for right now we're trying to fix but it. we're working yeah on it. we're trying to fix it like i'd be completely understandable but mm-hmm. right now especially you know with them announcing like the ceo coming out saying like i don't like the tracker sites i don't like that people use them so yeah. now they're all being shut down to then that happens it just makes it seem like <laughs> it's this this like well we don't we don't want you to find this stuff yeah like the whole point like, and in some games like okay i get it like make the tracking a little harder but this yeah. is like you have to play the in point. the real world yeah and the whole point of the game is to find it so if like you're constantly just taking away ways to help you find stuff what's the point right it uh see for me i'm gonna on airplane mode so i don't mess with the, the mics when i turn it off i had to uninstall the app today because after the, my first day at MechaCon last friday saturday morning um it just said gps not found mm-hmm. and i figured maybe this was in the hotel or something but sunday gps not found monday same thing today i booted it up and it still couldn't find me so i uninstalled the app and i reinstalled it but i haven't opened it yet so we're going to do this live on this show i also heard of uh, lots of cases where people's google accounts got deleted so they had to start over oh wow I didn't even think about that. That sounds terrible. I, when I, I know there was some update where I had to. So what if that is the case? What if you have to restart near level one again? I would just not, I would delete the app and not play anymore. Not play? Yeah. I feel like a lot. Like, I feel like it's died down a lot with at least my friend group because mm-hmm. you know the first couple of weeks we're all. Whoa. Yes, I'd like this to use my location. I don't want the, that. on. Oh well, I have to I have to re-enter everything. Mm-hmm. Did my stuff get deleted? We'll see. Oh man. I had to re-enter mine too, but it didn't delete it. Okay. Hold on, this this is live, guys. I'm about to be really disappointed on he's this a, show or he's not. He's a slow typer. So no, it has to load my Google account, and I have to type everything in. No, I don't want notifications. Do not enter dangerous. Okay, we're good. My GPS is back up. I'm still level 14. So uninstalling the app and reinstall it did fix my GPS issue, but the only thing nearby is Rattata and the Caterpie. I have no idea how close they are. That's Weedle. That's a Weedle. You're right. <laughs> Uh, so that's just really shitty. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And with, and apparently they don't have a community manager right now. Yeah, there's a, there's, and there's been a guy who was like their ex community manager and Mm -hmm. he was like, you know, I was only there for Ingress. Well, there's another guy who is one, but he's only for Ingress. He says he's only for Ingress, but his Twitter profile says both. I guess because he works for, yeah, he works for Niantic. But like, there's been one dude who's like a former community manager there and he's been like, the one kind of talking to everybody. Yeah, and he doesn't even work for him. I'll go work for him. Sorry, Cody, I'm leaving you for Niantic. No, no, I do not want to take on that. Yeah, that that seems like it. That seems it's kind of like the worst job to pick up right now because yeah. it's like, hey, do you want to come work and be the person that has to communicate with lots of angry people right now? Oh yeah, now? by the way, the entire building's on fire. <laughs> be at your desk at eight a.m. on Monday. See you then. Yeah, no, thank you. So, I don't know. I just. It's, it's it's to the point where if my friends like hey well we're gonna catch Pokemon I'll go with them but it's not like something I'm actively looking to do anymore. Yeah, I mean that's how I've been the last few weeks. Yeah, and that's how I'll probably stay with this game from now until I don't play it anymore. Plus, but... it's kind of like that issue I had with Destiny where now you know, everybody's in their level twenties, all the g- Pokemon in the gyms are super high level, so it's like I'm not gonna get caught up with that. I don't like I didn't like battling in the gyms anyway. Mm-hmm. I just liked the social aspect of it, so it's just I what am I doing? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to catch a hundred magic carp. Yeah, like Vaughn did twice. No, <laughs> I've caught one. Yeah, two maybe. Yeah. Um, 
I played a, a VR game called Vanishing Realms. Mm, that's it, VR. It, hey, there you go. <laughs> it's really cool. It's probably the closest game I've played with my VR headset and not just like a little experience. I hear it's not that long. I only played it for about an hour. But it's like kind of like a fantasy-ish game where you're exploring this dungeon and you have I have health, mana, and gold, but I haven't cast any spells yet. Uh, so you kind of wander around, you solve little puzzles, you get keys to unlock doors. I just got a sword, and I was fighting some skeletons. And it's really cool because, like, it's not a scary game, but, you know, you walk into this dungeon, and you turn, and you see a skeleton just, like, behind bars, and it's, you like, kind of jump back you're not expecting him there. But since it's VR, it's like, it's a big old skeleton. It's, like, in your face. It's mm-hmm. right there. And, it, and it's just really cool. And while the game itself is basic and simple and, you know, whatever when you're experiencing it in vr it's, it's really neat i was having fun you pick a torch up so i'm carrying my torch around i have my sword in my other hand and i like just going around and lighting all the candles because <laughs> it works you can wave your torch over the candles and stuff and they light and you actually need that to solve some some of the puzzles so it, it's just really fun uh it still does that thing where you don't actively move you point the remote and then teleport to those areas and it's kind of mm-hmm. how they solve the Movement issue, because when I played Windlands, that's free-moving, and it's really disorienting. I think I talked about that a few weeks ago. It's the only time I've really felt disoriented at first, playing with my Vive. Um, so I, I just don't know. I don't like the teleport thing. You have a fly on your mic. I don't, I don't like the teleport thing that much, but the free-moving thing was also kind of awkward. So I think the first game that can really figure out movement in vr will like do well and then everybody will copy it see that's why i'm kind of hoping like you know even if it's a game that doesn't have like too much going on with it even Mm -hmm. if it you know the non-moving and all that like i you know just to experiment like when sony's vr hits yeah that it's just you use the dual shock but the headset is your uh like camera well i when i played that fly loves your microphone uh when i played rigs yeah, when I played Rigs at E3, you know, I was sitting down and I was using the DualShock to run around, and you're looking with your head, and that was also theoretical for aiming, which was also kind of awkward, because I feel like my head should be for looking, but I should still be able to use the right stick to move the reticle to, to aim and shoot, because like if you're driving a mech, you're not like trying to aim with your fucking head. You I don't know. know what mechs you're driving. That's, all, <laughs> that's the only ones I drive. But I never experienced, maybe because I was sitting, I was using controller, but I never experienced any type of disorientation. That's a pretty fast-paced, for what it is, mm-hmm. like game, and, and you're in there in VR. But I guess because Windland, you're standing, you're kind of shooting your grappling hooks like Spider-Man, you're moving and looking. It's just really, like, with your, when you're falling in Windlands, like, it's a really weird feeling, you're obviously not you falling. You kind of, like, get the weightlessness yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah it, it's strange. Um, and then, so I mean, I think game's cool. If you have a VR headset, if you have an HTC Vive, that's the one you should definitely pick up. It's like I said, the closest to a game. Oculus has some like cool games that I wish like Vive could get. Like I know Insomniac released Edge of Nowhere, yeah. and that game looks really well. Awesome. I think, I'll, is a drift only on Oculus yeah. right now? Yeah. I was chatting with Jason Tate, who's the owner of Pixel Dash Studios, and um, he said he got Revive up and working, which is what allows you to play Oculus games on your Vive. Oh. And he's playing Lucky's Tale and something else. Um, the problem was, for a while there, Oculus was trying to shut that down. I don't know if they just backed off on that. Because originally, Palmer Lucky was like, yeah, I can play my games on whatever. I don't care. And then I guess like the suits were like, 
no, you can't do that. Fuck you, Palmer. Don't say that. You know, like, so I don't know if they backed off of revive stuff, but Jason said he had it going, uh, which would be really cool because I'd love to play Edge of Nowhere. It's just, you know, Oculus really pissed me off uh, right at the end there because a lot of people are like, oh, they got bought by Facebook. I don't trust them. And that was fine. It was just the way they handled the pre-order situation, mm-hmm. the way they couldn't change my email because I accidentally typed .com instead of .com. And they had to, I had to make a new order, let them know what my order number was. They'll cancel my old order, put my new order where I was in line so I can get the touch and get my pre-order out in time. But then they were shipping them out to Best Buy before they even shipped me mine. And I pre-ordered mine like the day the pre-orders went up. And I just wasn't doing any of that. And after doing research, I liked the way the Vive looked, even though it was more expensive. And to me, the, the, the room scale and the motion controls really helped make it as opposed to just sitting with a controller. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to check out those games adrift, like you said, and, and, and Edge of Nowhere. And even Lucky Sale, because I love uh, mascot you know, 3D mm-hmm. platforming games. Uh, so I might try to check out that Revive stuff. It's just I keep spending way too much money on all these VR games. That are not real games, mm-hmm. but it's just like I need something to play in this $800 headset I bought. Uh, and then also, right before we recorded, we started playing Overcooked, yeah. which was a lot of fun. It was really. It fun. came out, I think, this week, this week or last week, and it is uh, we play. It's either cooperative or competitive. We did the cooperative part, where um, you're in the Onion Kingdom with like a giant onion with a crown on his head. And the world is ending. His dog named Kevin. His dog has a dog named Kevin, and the world is ending. And a giant, like, spaghetti and meatball monster is coming to kill everyone, but he just really wants to eat. Mm-hmm. So you have to cook him food, but you're a really bad cook. Yeah. So you have to travel back in time to 1993 so you can learn to be a better cook. So when the apocalypse comes, you can actually be better at, def- <laughs> like, serving the beast. So that's insane. And grammatical errors and the speech bubbles aside... Uh, we they start you off really simple where you have to just make onion soup. Yep. So you have to someone one person has to pull onions from the bin. Someone has to chop the onions. Someone has to put the onions in the pot. And once it cooks, you have to put it in the plate and serve it. And like, it's way more chaotic than it sounds because you're all trying to do this as things are happening. Because if you let the onions cook in the pot too long, the pot catches on fire. So then you have to yep. get like the fire extinguisher to put that out. Once you serve your food, a dirty plate comes back. Someone has to go and wash the plate. And it's just a bunch of, like, a chaotic mess. And all the orders are timed. So it's like if yeah. you don't get it out on time, you fail that order. Right. So, like, yeah. the first level, yeah, it was just onion soup. Then you get onion soup and tomato soup. And then you get, like, you know, mushroom soup. Yeah. And it kind of keeps adding to it. And it's kind of like, did you ever play Space Team? No. On the phone where you're just kind of, like, yelling orders at each other. Like, you do this, you do this, I'm going to go do this. It's kind of like that. So the first level was pretty basic. There was just like a counter in between the two like kitchen areas. We had to like work together to hand things back and forth. But the, we played the first three levels. The second level was like on a street, yeah. and there were people walking between the two areas. So you had to like walk between them or try to hand them off. And then the third level was a giant pirate ship. <laughs> so as the pirate ship is moving, the plates and all of your kitchen arrangement is moving. So you're trying to chop onions, and all of a sudden the table's coming sliding your way and pushes you away. So you have to like run around to like do it. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we were like laughing mm-hmm. the whole time. I wish we could have played more, but we you know have to do this. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm excited to check it out. It uh as of this recording, it was on sale on place. If you have PlayStation Plus, it was 13 bucks as opposed to 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. So I don't see I don't see how you can play that game by yourself. 
We'll Very fun. Try it out. Let you know next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but playing it three players, me, you, and your girlfriend was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope. Uh, I want to try. I want. We should get together and do it more. We don't have to record a podcast before like going to bed. That or uh, after one of your rock band parties, instead of doing Jackbox, <laughs> <laughs> drunken overcooked. Drunken overcooked. Oh my god, that'd be terrible. Ain't great. <laughs> How All do the you make onion soup? Why is everything on fire? <laughs> Um. So yeah, Overcooked is is fantastic. I highly recommend that. It's on it's on PS4 and PC. I think probably PC. I'm sure. I know it's on PC. I just don't know if it's on Xbox. But we hate Xbox, so girl. That's not true. That's not true. Let's talk about some news. Okay. Pokemon goes in the news yet again. Of course. Kind of talked about it a little earlier. Um, the Poke the Pokevision app, uh, respected Niantic's request. And shut down their thing. That was an app you could use to see where Pokemon were and go catch them. I guess they hacked into the like game and figure out locations. I don't know how it works. Well, no, I think it was more like people would just post. Oh, okay. So, like, like, so, like so it's like they, they would add it to the map and be like, as of seven minutes ago, there was a Magmar here. Oh, so okay. That's how it worked. So yeah, kind of like we talked about earlier, it's really shitty how um, they're taking the tracking out of their game while wanting to shut down these third-party apps to make their game better. Yeah, and going back to that, you know, it, it's also just really, like, with the whole silence thing, like, them not saying anything, and it just makes it seem bad. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I don't like either is, like, I, you know, I get that you have a passion for something that you want to do. Yeah. But this is really just a skin of another game. Yeah, and a, so worse, the, and a and, worse version of it. Yeah, and so the fact that, like, the Niantic... CEO guy like has this vision that he wants for this game and he doesn't like tracking but you have 80 million users and those 80 million users kind of have like another vision and like suggest ways to make this like more fun not necessarily easier but right. more fun and they're taking all that away it's like that's not good the, the problem you know, is like, you may, you one, may of have... the, one of the best things about like Bungie that I find is like everyone complains about Bungie and Destiny <laughs> and what they're doing but literally look at how much from the day that game released till now like how much they've listened to the community and improved yeah. on things. No, definitely. Like that game is like I can't believe we used to play the game. We used to play. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. have I mean, to make those just... rounds to get your fucking like spin yeah. metal. And, and you know, we'll probably get to you know Rise of Iron news, but it's like they're even just doing things that the community's been joking about. Yeah, like just as like little gags that are like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we had this? And we're getting it right, and that's awesome. It, you know, you might have this vision, or Mister Niantic CEO. That's fine. But when you're like on top of the world, and then you try to fix things, you break them, and then you're quiet to your customer base, you're going to lose that customer base. You're oh, going to lose the trust of your players. Then you might have whatever vision you want, but if no one's playing it, great. Yeah, you can go play your game by yourself. Like yeah, and then any Niantic game that come out from here, right? No one will play. I mean, it must be tough. Their only other game was Ingress, which was kind of a, like a cult niche game, and now you're thrust out to the spotlight. So, like I said, I get it. But they need to handle things better. Like, you have all this money, you need to get a community manager that's proper in there and, like, really start working on building that customer relationship yeah. better and, like, improve it. Because everyone loves Pokemon, everyone loved your game, but now... Because the, the lack of, like, respect for the community is what's killing the division. Right, yeah. They literally, like, seem to be at war. Every time I go to the yeah. division subreddit, they're, like, at war and with the developers. It's the same thing that happened to, uh, what's that crime game, uh, Pay. Payday 2. Payday? Yeah, when they yeah. said we're not going to do microtransactions. Yeah, and like, go and do microtransactions. That killed that yeah. community in that game too. And it's like, you know, there's a trend that 100% of the time when you piss off the community, mm-hmm. 
the game doesn't last. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to learn from all these mistakes, and as me as a community manager for yeah. our little game. But it, it literally and... just takes talking. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Talking so. and like, don't just straight up call your fans idiots. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. You're playing it wrong. Yeah, you're playing it wrong. Uh, that was the other Pokemon news. But we have more Pokemon proper news. Oh. Did you see the the trailer for all the stuff that came out for Sun and Moon this week? I did. Uh, did you see all the great memes that have been coming yes. out this week? That fucking giant, like, palm coconut tree executor. <laughs> my favorite oh my is uh, God. Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they answer a lot. Well, we're, let's start with the, the new forms. So we're okay. about that. Apparently in the Alola region, the, some Pokemon just look different. Mm-hmm. And that's just how they look in this, so like, executor. It looks like a giant coconut tree. And he's a dragon type? Yeah. So, you know, Charizard dragon? Nah. This giant tree thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, like Vulpix, Ninetales, Sandslash, Sandshrew, they are ice types now? Yep. Because there's some made-up lore? Yeah. I don't like that. Really? See, I do. Interesting. Because I feel like with 700 however many Pokemon now, if you want to make an ice fairy fox, just make an ice fairy fox Pokemon. Don't take an old one and just change it because we're going crazy. See, I'm opposite, but I guess the reason I like it is because it puts an evolution on an already evolved, like, evolution-heavy base series. Right. So it's like it makes sense that, like, if a Sandshrew started living in a higher mountain region climate and it got cold, they would evolve to, like learn to live there i guess so I mean, and like if this was still kanto mm-hmm. yeah that'd be kind of dumb but this but is a, a whole region. other region so to me it's like okay that's kind of cool and also like the fact that like with sandrew like how he kind of looks like an igloo so mm-hmm. that's kind of neat i guess it's only if you catch these so if i transfer my vulpix from x and y it'll still be fire right so. and i'm sure i'm sure they'll still be like regular sandrews mm-hmm. i think it's just they're showing like hey you know there are new types of the same Pokemon. Right. And I think another reason I think it's good, too, is because a lot of the old Gen 1 Pokemon became useless throughout the series because of their single type. Right. Like, that's it. They're just one type, Mm -hmm. and now with so many dual types, that kind of hurts. Right. But now it's like, you know, Ninetales will be... Uh, ice fairy ice and fairy so Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, that's I guess it's a way they can, like you said, change. Put, Put fairy in there more. Right. With the older Pokemon. But it's just like, just make a new one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the fact that it's mm-hmm. older ones, though. Because I guess maybe it's because since I am just a Gen 1 player. Right. Like it, you like seeing these ones that you know. It's, it's, it's a little familiar, different. It's familiar to me. And, yeah. You know, I don't have to learn a new Pokemon to understand that it is new. It was funny reading on Cerebi. I don't know who made this lore up. If they got it from you know, Nintendo or they just made it up themselves. But they were talking about how, like, the Alo- Al- Alolians, like, view like this is the true form of executor and all other executors are wrong <laughs> but yeah all of the memes with executor are hilarious like yeah. get to know your dragons it's all the dragon pokemon and this motherfucker yeah or like my favorite one was the pokemon go tracker and it was just his head going like straight up off the screen i saw one that just took a whole bunch of other pokemon and made them with long nuts, yeah like Diglett <laughs> just shooting out the ground so um good. also they showed off this new like z attack thing yeah. which z-power z power, it's it's a basically a ridiculously strong move you can use once per battle so it's like the 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 mega evolution of moves mm-hmm. and i don't like this either just like i didn't like mega mega evolving and you instead of pushing your watch you do a little dance yeah. and then you do your attack as you do in hawaii as you do in hawaii and 
I was talking with my friend Nick, and he was just like, yeah, that's probably really going to fuck with the competitive scene. And they I don't know they might not work. allow it. It could be. One, one encouraging thing so far, though, is they haven't shown any Mega Pokemon yet. So maybe they are just going to get rid of that shit, and I'll just give you this move, which I'd be happy with, personally. Yeah. And then they showed off some new Pokemon. Um, they showed off these new trial things. Another thing I actually really liked too was how they showed that bird that has like four different. Oh versions. yeah, I forgot about that. And so it's like based if, on what island you're yeah, on. Yeah, if you're doing like a four v four and every single player has a different version of the bird, yeah, they have like a super attack. Yeah, do. like that was pretty neat. Um, they kind of did that in fourth gen. There's a Pokemon that looked different depending on what side of the mountain you were in Shino. So that's interesting. But yeah, they they showed off these trial things with these trial leaders you do, and a lot of people are speculating that's going to replace gyms. And I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, I know changing the game up after so long could be interesting, but like Pokemon, you travel around, you get your eight badges, you do whatever. I don't, I don't. I think this is just going to be like the new like Safari Zone. Well, no, there's they showed four of them. They all had leaders. Yeah, but I don't know. It may be the like. Well, no, it wouldn't be the Elite Four. I don't think they're going to go away from the badges and elite mm-hmm. four well because again we're talking talking at the store the other day and it's like when you when we watched orange islands which isn't real like games with the pokemon you know the show way back in the day they didn't have gems they had these weird like competition things that's how you got your orange island badges so i don't know if they're trying to like you know play off something like that yeah, i just uh i don't like this i'm hoping like each there's four islands each island will have this but they'll also have your eight traditional gems too so you can kind of have both I'll be I'll, I'll be fine with that. Um, what else should they show off in this trailer? Yeah, see, like it, it struck me as like the Safari Zone from right. Gen One. Like that's what I kind of thought it mm-hmm. was, especially with it being named like the Challenge. Yeah. So. I don't know. But there, I was again talking to my friend Nick, and there were rumors that the SSN will make an appearance, which would be cool if you could go back to Kanto. Doubt it. I doubt it too. But that'd be really sweet. That would be really I'd throw awesome. all my co- money at the computer. Yeah. For those dances. Bring my ice sand shrewd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been saying on the show forever. I want a game that goes back to Kanto that's not red and blue. Yeah. And I know you do that in gold and silver. I mean, like twenty years later, like Kanto. Right. You know. I think that'd be really neat. Like Grandpa Ash. Yeah. <laughs> He's the new Pokemon professor. Uh, unfortunate news. I'm really segue for this. Uh, remember, th- remember that Ghostbusters game that came out? Yes. So the developer uh, filed for bankruptcy three days after the game launched. That's not surprising. Uh, because that game did not turn out well. And apparently they only had eight months to develop this game. And, well, they also charged $50 for it. Yeah. That I mean, well, Activ- like... Activision sets the publishing prices, not the developers. But still. I mean, but even still, like, everything I saw in that game screamed, like, PlayStation Network title. Yeah. Exactly. Like, not retail and... full blown like now and if it's true they had eight months to make that game so many so many more things make sense yeah so, i wouldn't doubt it too i mean because it what it was launched with the movie and yeah yeah that's typically mm-hmm. how that goes so it's always unfortunate to see people losing their jobs and studios closing but i hope this like kicks activision's ass like hey quit fucking mm-hmm. doing this you know yeah but i doubt it but they did you know activision did have all those marvel licenses and those are gone now because they kept just shitting out terrible spider-man games and terrible x-men games Man, it looks so good. It does. It looks so good. So hopefully Marvel will do like, you know, what they're doing with Spider-Man. Put it in quality developers' hands. Give them time to make it because they could have told them to sh- like rush it out and get it out with the movie next year. But 
It doesn't will, sound like they might not do be, able, be out by then. As far as like these hero games go or anything like that, there is always one game to me that proves that you don't need to like release it with a movie for it to sell and it can be good. And that game is called Arkham Asylum. Exactly. Like I think they're finally just noticing that because they could have rushed. They I think they had a Dark Knight game in production to come out with a movie and that didn't turn well. And well, they, they had a yeah. Exactly. They had a shitty Batman Begins game that came out on the yeah. original Xbox. And right. Uh, but yeah, they, I guess they were like, no, we're not gonna do that. Let's make a good one. Yeah, and they did. And that's a, and I mean, you don't have to release something with the movie now. Like the superhero movies are such a big craze right now that I mean, Marvel movies are gonna keep coming. Yeah. So you don't have to release like Ant Man game with Ant Man movie. Like, yeah. That's not what you you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, just make a really good game and it will sell. Exactly. Like, no matter just, what it just is. Just ask Rocksteady. Exactly. Because their game right before that did not sell, mm-hmm. and it was the exact same game. So good luck to everyone uh, there who lost their jobs. Hopefully they can land on their feet. Yeah. Uh, some release dates for games coming out. Darkest Dungeon, or Darkest Dugian, as I wrote on here, uh, is officially coming out to PS4 and Vita on September 27th. That was an early access forever on PC, and I heard good things about it. Uh, moved from Rumor Has It into News, Inside is coming to PS4 on August 23rd officially. Nice. As earlier this week, a trophy leak list. A trophy list leaked. And the game hadn't been announced yet, but now it has. And then even sooner, Indigo Prophecy finally has a release date that's real, maybe for PS4 on its next Tuesday, the ninth. Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Like the PS2 to PS4. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So if you want some more David Cage goodness in your life, we talked about this around E3. They announced that was going to be a thing. I think it got pushed. Really good game. Um, uh, more unfortunate news. <laughs> um, remember that TV show on your PlayStation? Like powers? Yeah. Yeah. It got canceled after two seasons. Mm. Um, it just, I guess, wasn't performing well. A friend of mine said it was actually pretty good. Really? I heard it was shit from everyone. Wow. But that was the internet, and the internet hates everything. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it. It looked like just really bad Heroes knockoff. Yeah, I never really wanted to watch it. Uh, it, didn't, it honestly didn't really look that good to me. But the comic series will continue on. Sweet. It's, you know, live action adaptation. Good for those live action actors. Great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all the news I wrote down. Tell me about Destiny. Well, so there's some news about Destiny. Yeah. Well, I don't think we've actually really talked a lot about Destiny ever since Rise of Iron was even announced. Not really, because I kind of fell off. So for those that don't know, Mm -hmm. if you Mm pre-order, you get a a Black Galahorn. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And now they've announced a new Sparrow. That's basically just modeled after Galahorn. They're called, really like, like sucking Galahorn. I think it's I think point. it's called Galo Galar Galar Wing. Galar Wing, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I'm, I plan on getting it anyway, so I guess I'll get that thing. Yeah, and like pre-ordering it just gets you the skin. Like it yeah. doesn't like you don't just get the gun. You still have to go on the quest to get it. But it's uh, like right. instead of getting the normal colored one, you'll get the iron. But color. it's it's like a it's year three, right? Like yep. it's, it's so it's 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 yep. usable again. Yep, and so uh, this week, uh, Game Informer had a big release, uh, unveiling a lot of stuff. They had a Q&A with some of the developers, and mm-hmm. they announced a lot of good things. And there's still some good things to be announced that right. they didn't talk about. Because they had that live stream before E3, and they're like, we'll talk about more later, and then Destiny but, was not uh, there. They did announce an old favorite is coming back. Gallerhorn? No, <laughs> an even older favorite. One of your favorites, and I know... My sweet, lovely girlfriend over there, her favorite gun from year one, Thorn. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but before you say, oh, fuck, here's one of the things they also announced. So there will be, they're completely reinventing the way artifacts work. Good, because so, I don't know what they even do now. Besides, so now give me more just, spin metal or something? 
No, they're well, and they're just there for like boosting your light level. Okay. Um, but now, so they're gonna have like certain ones that are like Iron Lord artifacts. Okay. And uh, I think they've only announced eight of them so far, or maybe there will only be eight. I don't know. But they're going to actually give like buffs to your character. That depending on which one you have equipped, you'll have like even different extra abilities. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I don't know if it negates it or reduces it, but it does whichever one of those to damage over time. So when you're fighting against uh, Thorn, you can just equip that, kind and of, it won't happen. Yeah. Um, and then they also announced like some other ones. Uh, like one of them allows you to deflect bullets and rockets back at your the person who shot them at you if you're blocking with a sword. That's cool. Um, kind of like Genji's E and Overwatch. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I doubt it'll be a thing like you know if someone shoots truth at you like once you block it it probably doesn't track back like to back the at other. Them. It probably just shoots like back to where they are and so those cool. people can still dodge it. But that still like gives you kind of an advantage. Because right now I don't know why I'd want to block with a sword to begin with. Well, it does. Can, can I? Yeah, you can. Yeah. And it just it really lessens the damage you take oh, okay um but yeah the, the deflection thing but the seems ammo so consumption is pretty high well because it's like right now why would i run a sword and crucible like you don't because that's stupid well they're really good well i guess i'm not very good <laughs> well to well, me well, if you like, have a blocking one it's a lot easier no that makes more sense and then like swing it yeah yeah one. just because right now in crucible it's like i have my sword yeah. when you get hit by a rocket and who cares yeah and you so um uh, but there's people who I've seen like play really well with swords. Okay. Um. Typically, you know, it's also like one of those things like when you get heavy ammo, like just don't pull out your sword and run around. Like, right. Then equip your primary, go shoot, and like mm. use it when necessary. But anyway, um, some of the artifacts too will do things like you know, automatically give you two grenades or two melee hits. Um. So they announced that. Um. Then today I saw that in it's a video of a stream they do, but you can only get that through like the digital game informer thing right now it's actually mm-hmm. not up on youtube but someone paused and showed that kostov is going to have an exotic version now and for those people who don't play destiny or if you do and you don't know what this gun is it's the very first auto rifle that you pick up in the game with oh, a wow. crack screen <laughs> so they're bringing that back as an exotic version okay but from the layout of the slots it looks like what an exotic weapon should be so there's like different rates of fire you can choose so this okay. thing can be an auto pulse or scout rifle yeah, depending on how cool. you set it up and even with that you know it's like you know it'll have like as an auto there's things that give it you know it's not that stable not that mm-hmm. good with range or whatever but if you equip a scout like there's also like range finder and other things that can boost the stats of the gun That's to make cool. it play more like that and then uh there was also two slots. I think I sent you the picture. Mm-hmm. There was two slots on the right that no one really knows what it is, but apparently it's called ornaments. And you're going to be able to like deck out your gun with these ornaments, and no one knows how or is what it it'll be do. like. Uh, the like the chroma. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if it'll actually just be like something dangles off of your gun. Like I don't, I don't know. Like how a phone charm. Yeah, like I don't know how it would work, but uh, it's really cool. Yeah, and then. Other than that, you know, they announced I think there'll be four new maps in Crucible, mm-hmm. um, and then they teased a new Crucible mode that I'm extremely excited for. Mm-hmm. So it's called Supremacy. Um, is it Oddball? It is actually kill confirmed mode from like yeah. Call of Duty. Okay. Which was in the end of my Call of Duty days, the only mode I played. Because you have to kill someone, then run up and take their dog tag. Right, so for it to count. It down. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Execution in Gears of War. Where to, right. If you down them, they can get back up unless you go and like, head stomp them. Yeah. So, and I'm sure this will work with, you know, like, 
receiving their ghost or something yeah. like that. But that uh, makes sense. so we can't just hide and, and just like camp and, and then right. kill people. You like, have to actually get out there and do something. Yeah. So it really, you know, kind of looked like from what we gather, that's the mode it's going to be. It's kind of like kill mm -hmm. confirmed. And um, the light level is now four hundred. Well, it's 385. The hard uh, mode raid will be 400. But uh, you won't be okay. able to get to 400, I don't believe. So yeah. oh, that's okay. what's going to make sense. it hard. Yeah, I, I saw 400. But yeah. um, what's it right now? 335? Right. So just 50 higher. Yeah. Are we getting a new, like, we're getting a new zone. It's like Earth, right? It's like. Yeah, it's called the Plague Lands. Okay. It's on the outskirts of the. So this is the first time we've had a second area on a planet, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. Unless you count, like, the little areas that opened up in the new expansion. I do but, not. But, yeah. I mean, it's like a different landing area. This is like a things. new patrol area. Yeah, apparently. but it's on so, Earth. Yeah. That's cool. It's outside the wall. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the more and more they announce about this game, the more and more it seems like, how is this only $30? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, more power to them. And um, the only other thing that I know for sure about that I can think of anyway for the expansions they teased that on August 16th they will be announcing something to do with Crucible that the community has been clamoring for. So my only guess getting is, rid of Thorn. No, <laughs> my only guess is that uh, uh, we're finally getting like private and custom matches. That'd be cool. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Oh, another thing. Uh, all year one class items are coming back. Okay, will be usable. So like old cloaks that look yeah. really cool, they can now be like infused. Oh, thank God, because like not not raid gear. Unfortunately, mm. I really like the shattered cloak. Boat. Yeah, I still yeah. just don't like how your class items are light level. Like yeah. those should strictly be cosmetic. Right. Like I I want this to go with my shader. Well, like, now they will still be light level, but mm -hmm. like now you can get a lot of the cool year one ones again, right. and have them. I just want my cool white and gold like wolf cloak and my all white armor. Well, you'll probably be able to keep that. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for news. Let's move on to my new favorite segment of the show, Ruma Has It. Got a couple of I like hot how it's still new. For, yeah. It's like, for what, 20 episodes old now? But still probably new. more than that. My new favorite segment of the show. <laughs> Ruma Has It. That. A new Mario and Pokemon game. Uh, are, they're coming to NX, quote, within six months Like together, of release. like Mario and Pokemon and no. the Rio Olympics? <laughs> that would be cool. No, it wouldn't. Uh, no, separate Mario and then a Pokemon game were set to come out for NX within six months of release, according to MCV UK. Well, if NX is uh, anything like those rumors are, mm -hmm. then that would be a really cool game because it, you know, it'd finally be that blend of it being a console game, but you could still take it on the go and do stuff. It's just interesting to see what type of Pokemon game it'll be. I don't think it'll be a real game like Sun and Moon. It'll probably just be like, I'll take a Stadium Three, I'll take a Snap Two. Yeah, you Snap know? Two, please. I just uh, a lot of people are getting excited that'll be like the, finally the the big Pokemon game Z we've all been wanting for console. Maybe that'd be kind of cool. Because Z, the Z moves and Z Zygarde form and all that shit keeps coming up in Sun and Moon, but we never got a Pokemon Z. So either they just scrapped all that and shoved it in this, or maybe it's in the next game, which I ta I, I predicted on the show. They should actually just combine the letter and the name and call it Pokemons. Pokemons, like uh, oh, like pets. Yeah, pets. Yeah. Styles, Stabby. Yeah, I I, th one. I think that this is a good rumor because I think they should have a Mario game within the day the game the damn system comes out. But I'll take a six month window that'll put it out around I mean, that's fall. A, that's a given rumor. 
Yeah. I say. Like, of course there's a Mario game coming for NX, and of course there's going to be a Pokemon game. Because we NX. didn't have a Pokemon game on Wii U at all. I mean, they had, like, the downloadable one. I mean, like, because we had Battle Revolution on Wii, and that was bad. Yeah. But we never had any type of the they stadium game. They had, like, the game. Rumble Park. That's... I'm but I'm saying, like, they had Pokemon. No, games. yeah, I guess I was, like, it's, meant... It's like, given you're going to have something from those franchises. I guess I meant, like, a stadium game or anything. Just yeah. even one of those, you know, to go with 6th Gen. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have that. So, also, uh, rumor has it, the Evo Japan lineup leaked... According to a Reddit account that's only 16 days old. Um, Street Fighter Five. Okay, hold, let me get it up. I have a screenshot on my phone. Yep, there's one. Guilty Gear. Two. Blaz Blue. Three. Mortal Kombat. I don't want make sure. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Marvel. Uh, four. Smash. Which one? Four. Five. Smash Five. No, <laughs> you, you got that one. <laughs> Is there another one? There's five more. Oh, there's five more. Um, Persona. No. Um, what else is in Japan that they like? Pokin. Oh, Pokin tournament. Okay. Uh, King of Fighters 14. Oh, I should have known that. That just came out. Tekken 7. Out. Oh, yeah. Is this Dissidia? Let me see. Yep. Oh, because it's coming out on PS4. Okay, Dissidia. And I have no idea what this last one is. It's like some... Something versus something looks like some anime. The words might be written in the it says article. EX versus on. Okay. Yeah. I think it looks like Gundam and Virtual On. Okay. That's what it looks like. Virtual On was like a robot fighting game, oh, okay. like Dreamcast and arcades. But yeah, I, that looks like Gundams. Yeah. In it. So that's according to well, PVP Live is the one that reported it, but it was from a Reddit account. Some like. Evo Japan alt account that's only 16 days old. So well, I've seen some crazier things from right or from newer Reddit accounts. Right, ten games seems like a lot. So I don't know. I'm sure a lot of those may just. I mean, a lot of those probably won't get that many. But Japan also has a lot of games that we don't have any interest. Right, in. right. It's just. I mean, I guess melee not being there is weird, but I don't know the melee scene, and Vaughn's not here to tell us how the Smash scene is in Japan. Probably but, I, I can't imagine it's as big as here. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm kind of wavering on this one. I don't know if this is a good rumor or not. Like, I mean, I think a lot of those games will be at Evo Japan. Yes. Mm-hmm. But All ten of them. Maybe not. And we're supposed to find out. I think it's in September. I think at Tokyo Game Show we find out more about this because at, at Evo this year they're just like, "Hey, we're doing Evo Japan." You know what? See, I'm talk just, to you about it later. Actually, you know, I'm just gonna go opposite of you. That way, at least someone's right when yeah. they finally announce it. So, good rumor. More details are gonna be coming at Tokyo Game Show, which is next month. So, this could be a leak. This could be planned. I'm not saying it's a bad rumor, but I don't think all ten games are gonna be there. Yeah. So, it's like a meh rumor. Yeah. So that's all of that I have for this week. Let's see what's coming out next week. Nothing. No Man's Sky is finally coming out oh. on Tuesday for PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh, Sean Murray from Hello Games tweeted out a picture that Reddit, their Photoshop. Do you remember that picture with them like looking really excited holding up the disc? Mm-hmm. Reddit was like photoshopping that disc to be like AOL 6.0 and like a Nickelback <laughs> CD and a procedural generation for dummies. And it's they Sean Murray tweeted out all those pictures. It's like nice. touche Reddit. So, I like uh, I like um. I think it was him, like, after they threw their, like, 
wrap up party. Mm-hmm. Like he got on Twitter and like talked about how he lost the disc drunk. He's like, Hey, yeah. so if anyone finds a disc, um... <laughs> that's really funny. Also, as we talked about a little earlier, Indigo Prophecy is coming out on PS4. And um we'll have to get these guys back on the show. Uh Bitfinity's Tadpole Treble. Remember we had them on not too mm-hmm. long ago. They finally got cleared by Nintendo, and their game's coming out on Wii U next Thursday. Excellent. Congratulations to them. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if we can get them back on soon. I played that a little bit at uh, when we went to uh, the LESM thing. And yeah. They had a big like VR talk, and mm-hmm. we got to play it. So it's a really fun game. Yeah, definitely. So congrats to them. Uh, Baton Rouge developed game. That's it for your new releases. Is it? I think so. Did I miss something? Because Brutal is coming out. On PSN, one, the third in the uh, Play 2016 games. It is. I um, missed that. It looks pretty interesting. It's not one I pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. But yeah. see, I keep I have two different sources because Giant Bomb has pictures, and Game Informer is just a bunch of words. And Brutal is right here, and I missed it. Thank you, Neil. Um, this will be the part of the show where we read your emails. We don't have any emails. That's okay. GameWorkExpress at gmail.com is where you can email us if you want to. I'm not going to be sad about it. Which brings us to the end of our show, Special Stages. You go first. I actually don't have one this week. Me, me I, I, had, I had something written down I wanted to say last week, but we didn't do Special Stages at the at the panel. So Is there anything special we have? As he looks on. over to his girlfriend. Okay, I'll use my Special Stage for this. Uh, we are experimenting... I was thinking about keeping the secret, but you know we're experimenting with recording these now. Uh, so Neil's girlfriend Katie's over here with the camera, wildly waving in front of it. I, you know I don't want to address the camera. I don't want this to become like a video podcast. But yeah. after our panel last week, we had people being like, "Do y'all stream on Twitch? Like I'd like to watch this." And like Giant Bomb just started streaming their podcast live two weeks ago after doing theirs for eight years. It's like, well, they're finally doing it. Why don't we do it too? So we're working on. Um, Right now we're just recording on our camera, and we're trying to figure out if we can live stream from that, if we have to get something else, how that works. Uh, so that is that is that might be coming up soon. Probably still a few months away, just because of the setup of my house where we record. It's uh, a little cramped, especially with there be four of us sitting at this table. So we've had this idea for a while. We've been pitching it around, but never really tried to do anything about it. Right. But now we're trying to do something about it. So be on the lookout for that on the horizon. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. All right, Neil. I gave you plenty of time to think of something. Um, I, I don't really have anything. I don't. Uh, is life exciting in the next week? I don't think it is. I love you too. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. I don't. Cool. I don't really have anything. A uh, new album came out from a band that I like. That's a fucking special that's, stage right yeah, there. Okay, well, fucking. Here's my fucking special stage. I think that's the first time I've cursed this. <laughs> Except maybe for the Nickelodeon game, I might, I might have that. Um, but yeah, it's a band called Thank You Scientist. Okay, their new album came out, and it is like pretty different from their other ones, which I always like. I always mm-hmm. like when they go kind of different, but it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, if you like a if <laughs> if you uh, um, they're they're like they're people who all met in like music college. Ooh, so they like know their instruments really well. But yeah. it's like you know two guitar players, bass player, drummer, and like a trumpet, saxophone, and violinist. Like that's it's, really it's, cool. Uh, it's all like crazy, and sometimes it's like very like melodic, and sometimes it's like metal. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, they go all over the place. But their new album is really fantastic. It's called cool. Stranger Heads Prevail. Okay, I highly recommend checking it out if you like Muzaks. That's a perfect special stage. What are you talking about? So, uh, thank you. <laughs> so that is it. That is our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. I am. At Paradoxitar1, okay. formerly known as First My Nuts. Okay, yeah, because you changed that last week at the panel. We didn't really get yeah. to talk about that. So, like, that's weird. It's just, you know, it's an old name, and it's about frisking my genitals. <laughs> like, that's what that's about? Yeah. Wow. There oh, you go. No, sorry. It's, uh, so my favorite uh, nuts are cashews. <laughs> and, you know, to get those open, you really have to, like, mess with the yeah. shell. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you gotta, like, frisk the nuts. <laughs> There you so, go. Yeah, that's what it. That's not what it is at all, actually. There you go. Paradox. Paradoxatar. Paradoxatar. So, do you like Dimitri Martin? I don't know. Oh well, <laughs> you should watch him and find out. But okay. it's an old joke of his where the paradoxatar is a mythical creature that exists only if you believe it doesn't. Okay. It's paradox. Paradox. There you go. Yeah. Cool. One. One. <laughs> Specifically the first one. Yeah. You can find GameWare on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. You can listen to this where on SoundCloud, where I post it every Friday, unless I don't, because we're doing a panel, or we have to record on Saturday. But 90% of the time, it's up on Friday. Yeah, we record on Fridays. Today is Friday. Today is Friday, August the 5th, 20. Uh, also, on you can subscribe on iTunes, on Xbox Music, on Google Play. Uh, you can follow King Crow Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's the game company I work for. Support local development by Tadpole Treble next week. Uh, Neil, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Adam, thank you so much for having me this evening. Katie, behind the scenes, thank you for setting up the camera. We're going to try to play with this some more. As she whispers, you're welcome. She doesn't like to talk. That's fine. Uh, we Hopefully everyone will be back next week. We'll be exploring the universe and no man's got no review copies went out for that. I forgot to mention That's that. That's usually not a good sign. Well, people say that, but Doom didn't have any review copies go out. That game was great. They had a beta though. Kind of, yeah. Bioshock Infinite didn't have review copies. It was a good well, game. that's a game that like went from high praise to like it's apparently shit now. Bioshock Infinite? Uh, yeah, I see a lot of hate for that game now. Oh, uh, well, they're all stupid. I liked it. So, except that one guy who paid thirteen hundred dollars for No Man's Sky and whatever he says—that's only—that's the only review. Speedrunning world record. Yeah. So we'll find out next week uh, about No Man's Sky, and I just want to play more Overcooked. So we should do that sometime soon. Again. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thank everyone out there for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>